Welcome to Leanne's Voice podcast where I talk all about the voice with tips and hints on how to speak more effectively whether at work, home or play. I look forward to you listening to this podcast and please hit the link, click subscribe, give me your thoughts and comments, let me know what help you need and how I can make the podcast better. I'm here for you to speak more effectively. Okay, ladies, I am excited for you to meet today's podcast guest. Some of you may know her, some of you may not, but after today, you will know her even more than ever before. So let me introduce to you Anna Van Gogh, who's a business automations coach. And I know you're like, man, like, what's that? Of course, I'm going to tell you. And then she's going to let you know even more when she shares. So let me give you a little tip, right? Okay, so Anna, she helps five-figure entrepreneurs hit six figures by streamlining their businesses and strategies to work less, but we like it, earn more. Like who doesn't want to earn more? And now over her own entrepreneurial journey, she's worked with online businesses to land six-figure contracts and support businesses reaching seven-figure contracts. Now, She's not a lady who likes to stay at home. She's out and about and adventurous. She has lived on three continents and five countries in the last decade. Like, have you even traveled that much, ladies, in the last decade? And Anna values the importance of communication in all different settings, whether it's in the office or it's in the boardroom or in the classroom or my favorite, at the dinner table. So understanding how people communicate, how they listen and react is crucial to having successful relationships. And Anna's going to share a little bit more about that later. And this is why she's so super duper passionate about working with social media. Now, it's not just posting your likes and your pictures of your cat and your dog and your dinner on Instagram. No, Anna's going to show you a little bit more of how to use it effectively. And it's about how people are communicating. So we need to understand how it works and what it means to be communicating in this way. And besides working very, very hard online to um, get her clients raising up their game, she's an avid, she has an avid passion for travel, energy work, and awesome Netflix series like da, 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 Next in Fashion. Ladies, I bring you Anna Van Gogh. Welcome, Anna. Hello. Woo! Hey! <laughs> I love you so much, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So good to see you today. And how are you doing today? Yes, I'm doing very, very well. I mean, I, we're, you know, on the cusp of a heat wave. So I've got my shorts on and ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. It's been so good. And like, how's, how's things been going kind of in this time? You know, how are you, mm. you know, managing with things? You know, I think we all have uh, roller coasters, right? Yeah. Life is one big roller coaster. So for me, it hasn't been different from anyone else. Just because I'm a business automations coach, just because mm -hmm. I truly value high performance doesn't mean that I, ha I don't have bad days mm -hmm. or even bad weeks, at, yeah. you know, come, come to that. Um, and I think it's really important for us at this moment just to take stock of ourselves, who we are, what our values are, and live by them as true, truthfully as possible mm -hmm. so that we can get the most out of ourselves. And this has been a really important time in the last few months just to, you know, look within rather than look without. And, and it's been, it's been um, an interesting journey and obviously some uncomfortable truths and therefore some uncomfortable conversations. And I guess that's where, what we're going to talk about today, right? Yes, definitely. Some, definitely. That was really good leading. Some uncomfortable conversations. Now, I'm not really a person that likes confrontation, even from like school days. If I've had to pull someone up at work or in business, it really makes me feel like, <gasps> lots of faults, feelings, fears coming to me, like what's going to happen afterwards. I think I fear what's going to happen afterwards. 
more than the conversation. So I really wanted to kind of talk to you because I know you're a lady who's very well seasoned in having those uncomfortable conversations and advising people as well. And I wanted to ask like, how do we effectively have those kind of uncomfortable conversations in work or in business, et cetera? That's a, that's a really big question. So let's like unpack that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, so first of all, a conversation is uncomfortable because you're afraid of what's going to happen after it. Yeah. Exactly like you mm -hmm. say. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so for me, having an uncomfortable conversation really means setting an intention about what you want from the conversation. Mm -hmm. understanding this is what I need from this conversation. And I'll use a couple of examples that I've had over the last couple of weeks because, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement has mm -hmm. absolutely exploded all over the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a person of color, mm -hmm. like, it's very important for me to know, you know, to a certain extent, like, who is on my side? Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. like, who's going to be supportive of me? Where are my white allies at? Mm -hmm. Because my life is quite whitewashed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I, uh, I'm half Taiwanese, I'm half Dutch, you know, I grew up in Taiwan in a Western school, I lived in Australia and the UK and Denmark, you wow. know, all of these very white places. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so for me, it was really important to kind of have slightly uncomfortable conversations with people to better understand where they're coming from and also where what my values are because I think a lot of these conversations explore you as much as you explore the other person mm -hmm. and as people we are so easily um judgmental yeah and it's a natural thing like it doesn't matter who you are you can be the Dalai Lama and you are still going to judge people mm -hmm. the difference between judgmental you know jerk faces and yeah. people or nice yeah. people is your ability to be aware of that judgment mm -hmm. and so when you are aware okay I'm making a judgment this is something that you know really bothers me it's triggering me mm. then you can actually step away from that you can separate mm -hmm. that judgment from you and who you are as a person mm -hmm. um so you know going into these um conversations with friends over the last few weeks you know i've been scared like i've literally like been shaking because i'm like i don't mm -hmm. know what they're going to say and i'm judging them already because yeah. i'm judging that they're you know anti-black lives matter when that's mm -hmm. maybe not the case mm -hmm. it's just that i've built this story up in my head yeah of the way that we've been interacting Mm -hmm. and yeah. so when I have these conversations I really have to keep my emotions in check and I'm not gonna lie doesn't always work because this is something that's very personal to me mm -hmm. you know um growing up between two very very different cultures you know having really really awkward conversations like I'll never forget when I was in uh Bali how old was I I was quite young mm -hmm. and this man kind of made a joke about wanting to buy me as a bride mm -hmm. And that really freaked me out. And I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. I don't understand. But it was a joke because it's in the culture. It's a yeah. yeah, dowry, blah, blah, blah. And it took me a while to kind of understand that and get over that. And, you yeah. know, I was young, so I didn't really have any emotions to express because also in this culture, you know, you're supposed, especially if you're a woman, you're supposed to be mm. quiet and not say anything. Mm -hmm. So. You know, so it was a lot of internal work that I had to experience. Yeah. Uh, so when, when you're going into that conversation, make sure that your emotions are in check. You know, if you need to mm -hmm. scream into a pillow, if you need to cry it out, like yeah. do that. Because then mm -hmm. when you're calm, you're going to be able to 
respond a lot better to mm-hmm. anything than when you're incensed and when you're agitated. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think that's really important. And, and I like to think of it, because um, I've done conflict resolution training at, at length um, mm-hmm. as well in my many past lives. Yeah. Um, one, one way I really like to think of it is as a coat that I'm wearing. My emotions are a coat. Mm. And what I do is I hang it up on a hook. And I okay. step away from that. So now my emotions are there and I am here. So mm-hmm. that's the difference. So whatever happens, I am not my emotions and my emotions don't own me. Yeah. So when you step into the conversation, it's so much easier to be able to um, interact because, yeah. you know, sometimes, um, you know, I have, I've had to practice it as well as like when you're uh, mediating an argument, mm-hmm. you have to like stop yourself and go, oh, I'm taking a side. Okay, stop. Put put that jacket, like this jacket has snuck up on me. Put that jacket <laughs> away, you know, and, and really be aware. And even if it takes time, mm-hmm. I think this is another thing that a lot of people don't realize. It's okay to take your time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to respond immediately. You don't have to come up with something immediately because that's when your emotions start going to overdrive. That's when mm-hmm. your emotions take over. But if you stop and you just process what is it that they've said and you can even say okay i need a minute to process Mm -hmm. because then they know that you're not freaking out and they know that you're not judging but you're just processing okay i need a minute to process okay so they said this they said and this is how i feel but this is what i'm thinking and then you can actually take a little bit of time to put something together yeah um and you know talking about that as well, like taking time to process. I think it's also really important that you're willing to see the other side of the argument. Mm -hmm. And so, so so this is, um, this is something I directly learned uh, from a process called deep democracy. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a conflict resolution process. And I worked with uh, the founder for a year and a half or something for a while mm-hmm. it, it was incredible and it was incredible learning and understanding what it means mm. to take the other side of the argument mm-hmm. and you can do this with other people but it's probably better if you do it yourself okay. <laughs> um, and again it has to do with um taking sides right so yeah. for example you can say um purple is a great color okay i love purple purple's yeah. gorgeous it's leanne's favorite color mm-hmm Nah, it's not great. You know, it's, um, it's, it's the color of Royals. And that to me uh-huh. says establishment and I'm anti-establishment. Uh-huh. And then you go to the other side, but purple also means, um, in like the chakras, like purple is also uh-huh. like a very spiritual color. It means mm-hmm. violet. It means cleansing. You know, it means connection to th- your spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling emotions, right? When I'm arguing this point. Yeah. But when I'm anti-establishment, I don't have that many emotions, so I can observe that. And I can be like, so I care more about the cleansing than I care about being anti-establishment. So mm-hmm. maybe there's something there. So maybe it's okay to like purple. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. obviously, this is a very basic, non-emotionally charged argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a safe one. Uh, yes. But try, try and do this with other, try and do this with other processes. So you know, I, I, I've done this process with my relationship with my parents, for example. Mm-hmm. Like most relationships with parents are always a little bit, you know, yeah. bad phases. But again, yeah. you know, um, I, I feel hurt and I feel unloved. 
and we were only doing what we thought was best for you mm. and then suddenly it's like oh like i can't really be angry anymore so yeah. when you're pulling out these arguments you can actually feel what hits home mm -hmm. so we we were only doing what we thought was best they thought that mm-hmm and so from that hit me, the thought, we thought we were doing our best. And it's yeah. like, okay, so your intention was pure. So I can't be angry at your intention. I can't be angry at your actions. So suddenly yeah. the argument changes. Definitely. And so again, like this is where keeping your emotions in check and being aware of what's mm -hmm. happening and what words hit you mm -hmm. can really help you understand the other side of the argument a lot better. Yeah, that's really, really key. Like just changing the perspective just by asking the questions wow yeah I like that definitely that's really really helpful and just to kind of you know just go through what what you just kind of shared and stuff I took a few notes down and stuff of what you were saying and just I particularly liked when you know going into those uncomfortable conversations is like what's the intention I want to get out from this conversation because that is definitely you've got a purple but bottle yes <laughs> Definitely, like, what's the intention? Because sometimes I'm worried about what the person will say, but definitely, what's the intention I want out? And I really got to kind of put that into my mind first. And I love what you said about um, being aware that I, me personally, I know I'm easily judgmental and stuff, and being aware of that. And I like the idea of the emotional jacket to put it on a hanger, put it up on the door, leave it there. And then when I feel like I am trying to, you know, quickly just sneak a little shoulder back into that jacket just be aware that okay I'm mainly using my emotions here rather than actually looking at the situation and and you know what is good as well because sometimes some people give you a question or, or want a response and it's okay to kind of stop step back and say you know what I need time to respond because I also forget that I've had time to mull this issue over in my head over in my heart and then just kind of go woof and then just expect someone to respond with an appropriate response right there and then on their feet, either they're a well-trained lawyer who's used to respond on their feet all the time, or they're just a bit like, I actually need to process what you said and mull it over. And that's, that's something that I can really grow into, allow people to have the chance or time to respond effectively. Cause then it can get frustrating. You're like, is that all you've got to say? You know, and it's like, and that's, that's yeah. not all they've got to say. That's all they had to say at that moment in time. And and I love the I love the thing of taking the time to see, like to ask the question, like when you gave the example of your parents, like, you know, this hurt me. We were only trying to do our best. And then that kind of changed it from like all everything you did gave this response to me. But it's it's really changing the perspective. I love that. And um but I really like that kind of shift to kind of look at it from the other side because I when you when we kind of first discussed like looking at it from the other side I was thinking no 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 my my idea my thoughts and that they're, they're right these are the winners but when you said to just ask the questions and then just have the shift to understand where their thought process came where the decision making came from that really helps and I really liked that what you shared about that definitely really really helpful yeah. um yeah. yeah that was really really good and then I, 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 I like it I, it's an area that I'm definitely gonna have to grow in <laughs> definitely gonna have to grow in. it's not it's not I don't know it's not a natural one for me to kind of definitely say like, yeah I'll take I'll, I'll, I'll try and understand your perspective it's something I definitely need to probably everyone need to grow in as well and then I was thinking as well like I always remember like from school days having arguments with girls at school and stuff so I went to an all-girls school which can be a bit 
bring it, you know. Um, but in like, like now in times of business and particularly like this kind of new normal kind of online business and how we're going to go to new normal face-to-face two meters distance business not to show how it's going to work but it will work we'll make it work and um, with like difficult conversations um is it still important as far as it is you know according to you like is it still important to always be kind professional even when we're having difficult contract negotiations conversations someone didn't pay the invoice on time you know all of those type of things is it still important to be kind and, and how do we maintain that that's a really good question um so being kind mm. for me is about again i come back to this living about your values living with mm. your values mm-hmm. living per your values so um one of my values mm. is i'm efficient yeah. i'm always like i got you like if a client emails me i will always email back within 24 hours because they're mm. all over the world so it's, you know if they yeah. message email me at two o'clock in the morning. I'm obviously not going to reply immediately. <laughs> um, but, and, and, you know, trying to keep some semblance of a life because, uh, and again, this is where values come in. I have a set time where I respond to emails and that's between nine and five. Mm-hmm. And so that is my um, boundary that I've set. And people know this. I check my email and I'll respond between nine and five um, mm-hmm. UK time. Mm-hmm. So if somebody in Australia emails me at two mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning, they can expect that I will reply the next day. Yeah. That's why. And, and so, so I think, you know, being kind is also about expectation. Yeah. So when you are living with your values, people know what your values are and therefore Mm -hmm. they can create an expectation around that. Mm -hmm. I know for me that every single time I've been let down is because I've forced my values onto other people. Yeah. And, um, and as a result of that, I've been disappointed. But whose mm-hmm. fault is it? Is it theirs or is it mine? Because I forced my values on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, my sister actually mentioned this um, sometime last year. She was like, Arna, I can tell that you're upset that I didn't reply immediately to you. Oh. And I'm like, whoa. It's like, because I'm super efficient, I will reply immediately. Yeah. She takes three hours because she's not glued to her phone like I am. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and apparently she can tell that I'm upset. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I really had to work through that. I really mm-hmm. had to create space in myself that mm-hmm. other people don't share this value of efficiency that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so when you're able to, again, identify the values that people are coming from, when you're able to identify the um, your values and what you're thrusting upon other people mm-hmm. is so much easier to be kind. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're understanding and you know, with value also comes intention. So mm-hmm. I want to go back to this because I live my life with a very careful intention. Every day mm-hmm. I set, I just moved my laptop. Every day I set an intention. These are the three things that I want to feel today. And then my subconscious gets to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to have fun today. I want to be productive today. I want to feel connected. Yeah. And all these things are working in the background because I set that intention. Mm-hmm. And so you set an intention when you go into the conversation, I need to hear, I am pro black lives matter. Mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. And I want to grow the friendship. 
Mm -hmm. Those are intentions I've set and they align with my values. So it's Mm -hmm. much easier to connect with those intentions and bring them into reality. So Mm -hmm. when, when somebody, when the conversation that I have with a friend, when she said something that like, I could have hung up the phone. Yeah. intention was, I want to create, grow this friendship. So this is a growth moment. So instead of hanging up, Mm. I held back and we talked it out because we were able to grow from this experience. Yeah. So when you set those intentions and, and you can set an intention to be kind. Yeah. I want to be kind and loving. You know, I am, um, I have a, <laughs> this is quite funny. So I have a, um, what do you call it? My higher self, right? My yeah. alter ego, some people call it. Um, and it's Arna the Wonder Woman. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, and I'm, a, I'm a passionate, gracious, get stuff doneer, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I repeat this to myself. So before we got on this call, and I'm going to be talking about that, I think, in another episode. But yeah. before we got on this call, I repeated that to myself. I really embodied it. I felt into it, mm-hmm. you know? And this is also why I use a standing desk when I do coaching or when I do podcast interviews. Because yeah. I get to move. I get to ground myself. And I get to create this vision of myself. And I mm-hmm. embody that in my mm-hmm. in my soul and in my body so yeah and so so that's a really great way to be able to really kind of push yourself into um being a better version of you because mm-hmm. she or he already exists yeah it's already there you just have to say yes to accessing him mm-hmm. i like that definitely yeah just to wow there's a lot even in a lot in the question a lot in the answer definitely just like your values really direct and lead your behavior. And that's really, really true. And I was having a conversation with my friend earlier about like my values and when, you know, and managing expectations, which is, which is key. And I loved it when you said that your sister knew that you were cross with her because she didn't respond in like, you know, you know, within the court, you know, time. And she was like, she knew you're upset and stuff. And then she felt that you'd put her, your values onto her and that I can totally relate with that. And I'm like, you know, like I can see you're online on WhatsApp. Why are you not? I mean, you know. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like, why? Like, do you want lunch tomorrow? It's a yes, no question. Like, yeah. don't need an essay. <laughs> yeah, very. I can totally relate. And yeah. really identifying the values that people are coming with because my values may not be the same values as other people. And I can't like put my values on other people. Definitely. Um, and I like when you said, like, you know, set the day. My intention is going to have fun today, expect great things, going to be connected and um, really aligning my, um, I like when you said conversation with friends and aligning, like, where, when you said that like, it could have kind of gone left in the conversation with your friend, we could, like, just put the phone down. But it was like, no, see this moment as a time to grow the friendship. How can we progress and let it align with, like, our values and intentions and stuff? And, and setting the day, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind today or kind things are gonna happen to me today as well. Just saying that loud. I like that you said like saying it loud, you know, I'm honor the great, I'm honor the wonderful, etc. Definitely I really like that. And I, I like that you're standing up. I've got I've got a standing desk as well, but I'm sitting down on it. But it does give you a different type of oomph energy. You can like you're I feel like you're I'm totally on charge when I'm standing up and I'm teaching and doing particularly like I can relate when I'm doing my voiceover stuff, I always stand to do that because it gives me a different totally different voice different voice different energy different uh, continuity so I really really liked that you said that and then just to say who and I love the end bit that you said about saying who you are because it's already in there because sometimes 
you know, I've done things where I've done visualization and I've said like, oh, I will be this or I will be that. And that's like something in the future, one day, maybe one day. But saying it as I am, I am confident, I am a good, you know, that really helps me to own it for that day, that very moment. And I can really see and hear the difference and the shift and that. And then that was really helpful to think about like kindness, intentions, expectations and stuff. And I wanted to ask as well about now this has always been one that's always kind of got me because I remember in early years whenever I'd get feedback it wasn't always delivered in the nicest way so I remember like um I want to ask you this question is it important right to ask for um, not friendship to ask for feedback or and you know to actually engage in that part of the conversation you know like maybe after an interview uh after a test or could even be after like I don't know even after a date or something, like how did it go and stuff so you can improve rather than like not getting called. Or, do you know what I mean? So you can kind of know and understand like, okay, this is a learning opportunity for you. I want to learn more about myself. How am I presenting myself to others? Like, what would you say to kind of opening up the gate to feedback? Well, first of all, <laughs> um, feedback is a really touchy subject everywhere. I have lived literally all around the world. Nobody really likes feedback. Yeah. Um, second of all, we do live in the UK. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming a lot of your listeners are British. Yeah. And there's that whole like British stiff upper lip polite thing that yeah. I just, I cannot stand. Yeah. Like I... Ooh, it drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. and, um, and and this is coming from the really Dutch and Taiwanese side of me. Like, yeah. we're a little bit more direct. Like, my mom will say to me now, Arna, your hair's a mess. Mm. You know? And she doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean to hurt me. But she's saying, your hair is a mess. Period. Okay. It. Right? Because it's fixable. Yeah. Right? Um, or go put on another, another shirt. Like, it, it doesn't look good. Because it doesn't look good to her. Yeah it's her opinion. So, you know, and in Holland, it's the same. Um, you know, people are just so much more direct and it's, and it's interesting. You know, I, I've sat around ta uh, dinner tables before with my family mm -hmm. and they just have like a argument, but they're so detached from the argument that it's not emotional. Okay. And, and so I've really learned from that. I just need to take emotion out of the feedback, you know? Uh -huh. And so, because it doesn't matter that it's not nice, who cares that it's not nice, it's feedback. Mm -hmm. And so if you take that emotion out of it and, and therefore stop making it so personal, like I, you know, if I wrote a blog post, you can reply to me and say, Arna, I didn't really like this blog post. It didn't mm -hmm. fix it very well. It's like, okay, well, first of all, I wrote that blog post based on my values. Yeah. I set my intention and you did not receive that intention right? You, your opinion also doesn't determine how valuable I am as a person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I can sit there and go, okay, thank you. And I can go read, reread that blog post mm -hmm. through your eyes and go, okay, I see what she meant from her point of view. And maybe I can fix that. Maybe I need to, maybe I can leave it because you yeah. are one person out of 8 billion people in the world that didn't like the blog post, you know, eight people that read it that didn't like the blog post. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think there's a real um, necessity for us to just understand that it's not negative as such. And I've started doing this to people because I'm in the online business space, people yeah. come to me all the time and they want me to, they want to sell me all types of stuff. Mm. And it's really, 
it's almost laughable how many times I get sold in a day. It is, yeah. it is just, oh, right? And it's interesting how they do it. Okay. So um, one person, for example, um, let me try and pick a good one. I think it was, yeah. So one person, for example, yes, yesterday was my birthday. Um, and she said um, something like, uh, oh, I have this platform and it's uh, great discounts for travel, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, um, thanks, but I have no idea who you are. We've never mm. spoken before. I don't know what a travel platform discount discount platform looks like. Mm. And like, I don't want to have another username and password to remember. Like, yeah. so, you know, and I said to her, like, listen, I have like genius status on booking.com. I ha I'm a Hilton honors member. Mm. You know, I, uh, I, I am a you know, ivory member with flying blue or whatever. Like, mm. I don't want to have another one and I don't want it to impact mm. that. So I was giving her direct, feedback on how she needs to be wording herself yeah. so that I will I will be more interested in her stuff. So I said if you can if you can say you can still keep your points then I would be more interested but I'm not. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying no thank you I explained to her why and that's feedback. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be like you're a dick. Like cuz it's, it's not yeah. it's not it doesn't matter yeah. who they are. Mm -hmm. Um and I I also had this one person we became friends and somehow we never chatted so it was like fine it's, it happens right it's the internet yeah. um and uh, it was such a surprise to see how many people wrote me happy birthday and i'd never spoken to them in my life i was like i have no idea who you are but thank you <laughs> yeah um and um and somebody said hey um i'm opening this new group and it's for um high performance so here's a link if you're interested i was like really really not yeah and in, and so if I would ever get a reply like that, I would say, thank you so much for replying. Can I ask why? Because mm. I just wanted, and I would have, and you know, if he had done that, I would have said, because we've never spoken. You don't know who I am. You don't know if this is suited to me. And you're just throwing something at me because you're going down your friends list. And I'm, my name starts with an A. So I was obviously, <laughs> one of the you know, until Facebook froze you and put you in Facebook jail. Um, and, and so I, I just think it's so important to just mm. um, understand the other side. Again, mm. this is understanding the other side and, and therefore you can ask for feedback. And, yeah. and again, you know, separating yourself from the feedback, it's just the way that you can, um, you can move forward a little bit because it's a little bit easier when you separate yourself from that. Yeah. And that, that helps. And that takes a lot of hard work, you guys. Like it's, it's tough to, sit there and go okay I'm not my business my business is separate <laughs> from me this, this means nothing and especially as women yeah you know as women we put so much value in what other people say yeah it's ridiculous mm -hmm. um and you know I I get to, I'm at the point where I can play with that a little bit so I'm like okay I put a lot of value in what other people say so I literally have a um folder an album in my phone yeah the feedback so if i feel low i can go and look because i need that like right it. and then if i get one crappy message from someone i can go and look well there's 20 people that said i was amazing so that makes it easier for me yeah so it's about it's about building up your fortress whatever mm -hmm. that looks like if it's you know watch binge watching friends on netflix if it's you know like doing anything that makes you feel good whatever mm -hmm. that is I hope it's not binge watching. Maybe it's just going for a walk, 10 minutes, 
you know, yeah. it's just like, that's throwing it in the wind, you know, that feedback yeah. may, may be uncomfortable, but maybe it's a truth that you need to learn, you know, wow. my sister calling me out, that was feedback. Yes. <laughs> You know? yeah and, and it and it forced me to chill out <laughs> definitely yeah. definitely yeah. definitely yeah and um, is it is it more impacting because it's one of your near and dearest giving you feedback rather than a business contact or you know a friend from is there a difference the impact of it 100 percent. i didn't take it well like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but but again you know it's about not taking it well in that moment because mm. my emotions were wrapped around me right and i yep. put up my defenses because my emotions were taking over my brain but mm. again once you're able to step back and yeah. even if it's an hour a day a year later you can always still do this because your emotions are always going to be there yeah you know, your emotions are like the clouds in the sky that is you and the emotions are always going to come back yes yeah. it's, it's nature you know yeah very true that's really really helpful and i and i liked i like that um you know you know inviting asking for feedback and stuff and and i like the example that you gave earlier when you when you said that your mum said oh anna your hair doesn't look good and then to really separate the feedback from the emotion so she wasn't saying that you are not good you don't look good she was saying just your hair just here that does not look good and, and, and sometimes i think i can over I don't know, overdo the feedback, et cetera. Say, oh, you know, oh, she said, if it was me, she said, my hair doesn't look good. My whole outfit doesn't look good. I don't look good. I don't feel good. And it just spirals, spirals, spirals. And I think then I can be like, everybody thinks this. Why didn't someone else say this to me? You know, and it can just add and add and add and kind of snowball and stuff. And really understanding and detaching the emotion from it because emotions are good, correct, et cetera, but they need to be put in check as well. So you can actually see what's going on and know what to do with what's going on. And I love that you said understanding the other person's side and why they gave that feedback. Like when you gave the blog example and they said, you know, I didn't like this part, et cetera, and just, you know, being able to relate to their perspective. And I loved as well building up your fortress and stuff, like having like your, your power notes and stuff. I have like power scriptures and that and good quotes or things from the Bible or something that's going to get me going. So if I read something horrible or I could have heard something horrible as well, just to, refocus my mind that's really really definitely true building up your, your own fortress whichever kind of works i really really love that and um, it does really hurt when someone close and near dear to you gives you feedback etc you're like oh no you know it does really for me definitely it does other people i'm like nah you don't know me <laughs> like yeah that. but but again like you know let's think about it how much does my sister really know me yeah how much do I know me? Gosh, some days over this lockdown, I'm like, I don't know who I am some days, you know? Exactly. So does it really matter? Mm -hmm. This is a sentence that was breathed out in the heat of a moment. It was yeah. her emotions talking. It mm -hmm. wasn't her. It's not, she doesn't not want to have lunch with me. Yeah. <laughs> right? She still wants to have lunch with me. She just doesn't want to have to have to reply in the first 20 minutes. Of yeah. So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's about just, making up because remember that our brains are mm. built to protect ourselves mm -hmm. our brains are built to run away from the big bad saber-toothed tiger mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. to this day yeah we don't have any more saber-toothed tigers so our brain makes them in yeah. the form of negative feedback mm -hmm. and so we don't, it's not it's not the end of the world 
Yeah, it's not. It's really not. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. It's really, really not. You know, definitely. Yeah. So. Those are those are the main things I wanted to really speak about today. Like we spoke about like, you know, having the awkward, difficult, I mean, even like with me, even just changing my mindset, like, you know, just going into the conversation with the intention that um, I want to share this to express to the person how I felt. And rather than me branding it saying like, I'm going into an awkward conversation because that just makes it awkward and it doesn't need to be. And for that person, they might think, oh, Leanne, you're a bit weird because you're coming to me with all of this force and et cetera. So I need to go into that. I'm just going to have a conversation about this topic. And this is my intention for the end result. So that changing my mindset when I'm going into it and stuff. And, and I liked how you explained about seeing the other person's perspective or argument on it. And that, that was helpful because at first I was like, I don't know how she's going to get around this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know what really helps Leanne it really helps to physically move yeah because once you're able to because then you have this invisible line right yeah. and, and once you physically move you can actually feel the air change like if you're yes. super intuitive you can be like oh I'm on the other side yeah um, and it's good it, it's good because it's good practice for you as well to really learn better where other people are coming from mm-hmm definitely and life is definitely about learning and obviously I'm constantly trying to learn about myself but I really do need to learn a lot more about other people and give them a chance like I think that was one of the other points you said as well just give people a chance to respond because sometimes because I know that I'm quite good at thinking on my feet and da -da 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 -da, and then like what you said again about expectations etc putting that onto someone else and then and everybody's built differently definitely built differently and I really love the you know points. how sometimes Sorry, so you know how sometimes um, you have uh, like, oh, I should have said that, right? Oh. And that's because you didn't give yourself enough time to process. So you didn't have that really cool, yeah. like, you know, short, biting response because you didn't process it and you were only, yeah. you were still processing it after. And yeah. I think that's also really annoying with uncomfortable conversations. If you talk too fast, you're not properly processing the information. So you're only listening to speak. You're not listening to hear what they have to say yeah so very, very that makes a big difference yeah. yeah definitely definitely yeah that's really really helpful that part definitely you know listening so that I can hear what the person's saying rather than like okay when she's finished talking I'm going to talk when she's finished talking I'm going to talk yeah because I can definitely go into that mode because I know what I want to say and stuff and definitely a learning curve for me and I, I liked what you mentioned as well about I like the, the emotional jacket, hanging that one up, putting it in check, looking at the situation, really, really helpful, particularly for women, because sometimes the emotions can kind of lead us on or in, et cetera. And definitely that's a really good one. And just looking at intentions and value, I really love that, going into the conversation, aligning it with that and um, aware of judging that I'm judgmental. Everyone's got their own different, different parts of judgment. Just being aware of it, getting into the conversation with it. And, that, um, and as well, what you said as well, taking the time to respond and taking the other person's side, not necessarily staying on that side, but being aware to go and look and listen at why that person's thinking or saying and responding in that way. And, um, and I loved as well at the end when we spoke about like feedback, feedback, because I used to always dread the six months appraisal at my old job. When it used to come, it's like, oh my gosh, every single year we're doing this appraisal thing. It's the same thing every year. But 
really inviting it as an opportunity for me to change, to learn, to grow and separate the emotion from the actual feedback. Like when you said your head, your mum says your hair doesn't look nice. Not saying that you're not nice. You don't look nice. Just this part of you, the head. Go brush it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very simple solution. Very, very, really, really helpful. I've learned so much. Um, definitely from all of the points that you shared today, Anna. Just before we kind of go as well, I was just wondering if there was, if there's anything that you're going to be working on or any projects or challenges or anything that's happening in the next few months or rest of this year that our listeners might be interested in. Yeah, of course. So um, I have, um, oh, there's so much going on right now. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know where to start, but I think the best thing to do, I think I, uh, you already have it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully you'll be putting in the show notes, the mm-hmm. uh, five ways to focus better freebie that I have. Oh, nice. And it's um, literally five things that you can implement within 15 minutes and you're going to find better focus in the day and you're actually going to be more productive in your day. Mm-hmm. And once you sign up for that, you'll be popped onto my newsletter. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to hear about uh, my new group program that's coming out um, that is really about unfogging your business and streamlining your business um, in a way and that can be actually applicable to many different online service providers Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a membership um, that is coming out the end of the summer Mm -hmm. I'm not haven't decided on a date yet but that is really just the nuts and bolts of how to do certain things to make sure that you're not wasting your time on doing admin and all these boring things you can Mm -hmm. actually focus on growing yourself yeah you know becoming a better person so yeah nice excellent that sounds really really great and then um where can um where do you hang out online where can people find you yeah absolutely so uh, my two favorite channels are facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. so you can definitely find me on there i'm called being dutch anise so again, uh, head to the show notes because I realize that's kind of hard to spell. So it's just being and then Dutch uh, knees. Um, and that obviously I'm trying to incorporate my Dutch and Taiwanese heritage together. And so nice. that's what happens when you put uh, a Dutch and a Taiwanese person in one body. Um, <laughs> you, you get multiculturalism to the max. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It's such an interesting blend. Definitely. And then um, thank you so much for sharing about like what's going on in business, like the things, the group group sounds like it's going to be interesting and the membership as well really unfogging the business that sounds really really key definitely I'm excited to hear more about that and I'll put it into the show notes and um and was there any final thoughts you wanted to share with the listeners before we go be kind to yourself um I think I I've been told this a lot uh, on my in my lifetime and I never really understood what it meant and I think what's important is in when you're being kind to yourself just take a step back Mm -hmm. you don't have to be full throttle all the time you don't even have to be wonder woman all the time i'm only wonder woman 20 percent of the time Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it all the time and so just be kind to yourself whatever that means if it means a bowl of ice cream on a monday night Mm -hmm. you know if it means just a little break in the middle of the day whatever that means for you Mm -hmm. just observe it for yourself and and you know give yourself some credit you only have one life to live definitely yeah I really love that be kind to yourself definitely and just thank you so much Anna for everything that you shared today all of the points you shared it's just been such an interesting line more to, to learn more about you business myself and I 
really I'm sure the listeners have heard so much, lots of different tips and stuff and, and they know how to get in contact with you and I'm sure they'll get hold of me if they can't get hold of you directly. But it's been such a, an honour to have you on the podcast and it's just been so great. It's just been like a chat with one of my sisters, I must say. It's been really, really, really great to just learn more about you and I can't wait to the next one that we record. We're going to learn so much more and it's just been great. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Absolute pleasure, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I have been your host, Leanne Turner. And if you want to get hold of me, please feel free to email me or get hold of me on the website, www.leannesvoice.com. And of course, I've got a new course out this very month, which I really want you to get on board. And it's going to help you speak more effectively and check the show notes for the link.